Welcome to the 206th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. I'm one half of your hosting team, Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. Getting ready for that live episode. Yeah. Just a couple weeks here. June 25th, Ollie's. Yes. It's going to be a good time. We're doing our pre-production on it, getting things uh, sorted out, getting all the uh, technical uh, hurdles ironed out. You don't really iron hurdles. You jump over the hurdles. You iron clothes. (laughs) Yeah. You iron wrinkles. Yes. We have wrinkles in our clothes. We are getting them ironed out, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm growing ever anticipatory. Um I uh think it's going to be a very fun time. I've I've wanted to for a long time do a live thing because, you know, live trivia is such a a wonderful event and what this podcast is based on, so it seems to lend itself um handsomely. Yeah. To and we doing were both guests live on live episodes of Three Song Stories. So we do have some live podcast experience, but this time we will be taking the reins ourselves and presenting the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast live at Ollie's Pub, downtown Cape Coral, June 25th, 8 p.m. No cover. Just come on out and uh, enjoy the show. Have some drinks, pick up some records, and we look forward to seeing you there. Ollie's, Ollie's Ox, it's free, you could say. (laughs) You could say that. And I did. Ollie's Ox, it's free. Yes. It's too bad our uh, show name isn't, uh, you know, doesn't have an acronym of OX. Otherwise, it'd be a perfect fit. We do have some other news, though, to announce. Mm. It's not related to the live show that I'm very excited about. Both of these little bits. Mm -hmm. First of which, at No Nonsense Trivia Events at Pointy Bell and Ollie's Pub, we are increasing our prize pool. For our quizzes. Now, not only will our top teams of each round get a prize, and not only will our overall top team get a prize, but our second and third places will now get prizes as well. So, dang, there is potential to win big here, getting first, second, and third. You become the top team of each round, you get a bonus prize. It's gonna be awesome. And I want to give a big thank you to Pointy Bell and uh, Ollie's Pub for making that happen. Any uh, word as to what the prizes will be? It's going to be a little different at each uh, each venue. Um, come out this week and, and find out. There you, you go. Know, I would say. Um, we didn't come get those fuckers. finalized, but I, I have an idea. So, you know, mm. the, the big news is that more prizes are going to be given out. And uh, you could earn a little bit extra than what you have been earning. But this will this will help sort out. Sometimes when you give out the uh, prizes to just the top teams, you get in these like weird circumstances where the team that came in third place overall got the most prize, and the team that came in first place got the second most. This will mm-hmm. fix all of that. You will feel like you won first place if you get first place, and second place, and third place. Yeah, there you go. There's, now there's a little something for I can't say for everyone, but I can. We've say already for, got that. Yeah. Yeah, Indeed. something extra for the winners now. <laughs> Indeed, just for Indeed. the winners. 
And Mark, you have uh, some rather surprising news, I would say. It's exciting <laughs> and surprising. What do you yeah, got going on? I sold out. No, I uh, a good friend of mine who works for Big Storm Brewing, uh, who is Australian, and I'll give you my best Australian accent, said, Mark, uh, we're doing uh, trivia uh, probably uh, once a month, and we want you to do it. And I was like, all right. Um, so, uh, I will be doing, uh, as of right now, once a month, once trivia, a month, <laughs> once a month, month. Uh, trivia at, yeah, their vowels are all fucked up in Australia. Um, I will be doing, uh, trivia once a month there starting on June 30th of this month. Um, so you and I can both have trivia on Wednesdays and Thursdays so we can constantly compete with each other. Um, and uh it will be themed trivia and uh i know for nearly four years now um i've rallied heavy against uh themed trivia but if i may if i may may i you may that's uh, please explain yourself because that is the surprising part is what i was talking about i'm not surprised that you have another trivia night but themed trivia well, I'm kind of surprised I have another trivia night. I've been doing it exclusively at Nice Guys for eight years, yeah. um, so it is a little strange. I mean, you're more of uh, you're more of the uh, the trivia sex worker. You've you've done a number <laughs> of places. You've 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 carted around your wares to a number of places. But I've it's been a sapio monogamous. worker. Is the yes. terminology? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a sapio um, worker. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, my feelings on that are. I guess if I were to look a little bit more deeply into it, um, based off of like a weekly night where it is done, I feel like monthly, this is kind of, this is kind of like akin to what, um, what Dallas does, which is like, yeah, it's more of a, an event. Yes. It's mm -hmm. more of an event where it's like that once a month we're going to do this and you know, who knows it, you know, we may end up doing just changing it to general, general trivia. We'll see how it goes, but uh, if you are local to the area or right outside of it and want to, they're doing a little poll. Um, the website is, or it's on their Facebook, Big Storm in Cape Coral, Florida, Big Storm Brewery, or Big Storm Brewing in Cape Coral on 47th Terrace. They have a couple options, you know, it's mostly geek stuff, um, uh, Marvel, uh, uh, Harry Potter, Disney, things like that. So if you go and vote, you can come out and you can play and you can win some stuff down there. June 30th. And we'll, we'll kind of go from there and see how it goes, but I'm excited. Yes. And, uh, before we get to all of that in the future, how about we go over a weekly wrap up? Yeah, let's do that. It's Wednesday. We are at Point E Bell Brewing Company. Quiz number 423 began with Team Yikes holding victory over the first and second rounds, with the third round top prize going to a uh, new team, Corner Pocket. However, it was another team, Wicked Bad Bitches and Hombres, who secured the overall victory. Ending the quiz with 92 points, Corner Pocket in second with 79 points, and Team Yikes in third with 74 points. On Thursday, quiz number 424 was held at Ollie's Pub in downtown Cape Coral. It started with just the tips, winning the first round before Bizarro World Citizens cleaned house in rounds two and three, ending the quiz in first place with 89 points, just the tips in second with 
with 75 points, and Team Captain Matt in third with 51 points. Bizarro World Citizens, uh, including Alex, former guest of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast and team member of Peanut the Dog is Cancelled, coming mm. out to Ollie's to try out our quiz there. Mark, how did your teams do on Wednesday night at Nice Guys Pizza? Very good. The first and second round went went to a team called One of Us Don't Know Shit, and her name is Krista, winning the first round with 22 points and the second round with 38. The full night went to Ronald Reagan's Grave is a gender-neutral bathroom, uh, who won with 52 <laughs> points. And I do want to point out, I made what I thought was a stellar joke. I said, talk about trickle-down economics. Hey. Uh, but it didn't, it didn't go over very well. And then afterwards, because, you know, bathroom was like pee-pee, you know, I, I <laughs> mentioned that I was surprised that it didn't did not get more love. And then people were like, that joke was really good. And I was like, well, why the fuck didn't you laugh? That was my question. Yeah. But, you know, there were some people outside. Embarrassed Maybe to laugh laughed. about it. Who knows? Maybe you should have called it voodoo economics. Like in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> they would have gotten it then. Mm-hmm. Bueller. <laughs> Well, congratulations to your winners this week, and also congratulations to you on your fine, fine joke. If you missed that and you want to uh, join us this week, you have a few opportunities to do so. Wednesdays, we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida, for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer several ways, either by first, second, third place, or by being the top team of each round. You can suggest some categories for next week's quiz and enjoy tasty, tasty food by Yabo Mobile Food Truck. That's at Point E. Bell on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Thursdays, we're in Cape Coral, also at 7.30 p.m. at Ollie's Pub. We hope you can join us then for opportunities to win Ollie's gift cards, which can be spent on records, beer, t-shirts, comic books, and more. And uh, Taco Works, a uh, taco restaurant that just opened up next door to Ollie's, has been uh, honoring a discount if you bring in your Ollie's tab over there. Uh, So you can get some uh, discount tacos as well, nachos, and uh, they have some other Mexican plates as well. That's on Thursdays at Ollie's Pub in downtown Cape Coral at 730. And of course, every week in Cape Coral, you can play Mark's Trivia on Wednesdays at Nice Guys Pizza or on Zoom starting at 8 p.m. And, of course, don't forget, on Saturday, June 25th, our fourth anniversary live show, No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, live at Ollie's Pub in downtown Cape Coral. That is Saturday, June 25th, 8 p.m., and June 30th at Big Storm Brewery in downtown Cape, Mark's first themed trivia night. This is your first themed ever fully themed out from start to finish quiz? Yes. Well, there you have it. You're not going to want to miss it. Check that out. And please don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Won't you? Yeah, weird with it that time. Mm-hmm. I didn't go all out Jonathan Davis from Corn, but... It was in that realm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I heard it. That's the energy we're going to bring live. You don't know what's going to happen. Or do you? (laughs) I know what's going to happen. We're going to take a little break right now. And then we're going to come back with our first round of trivia. 
just want to point out uh, how great of a guest Kenya was last week. Oh, Jesus. Are you the kidding me? The quality of ke- of questions. I almost said Kenyans. <laughs> the quality of Kenyans. The quality of questions from Kenya, as well as the quality of answers. Very, very good. Yes, absolutely. It, it's been a long time coming having her on, so it was a lot of yeah. fun. So thanks again, Kenya, for uh, coming on the show. Lee, I got some questions for you. I'm ready. Are you? Are you really prepared? I think so. A hagiographer is a person who writes about what subject which shares its name with an NFL NFC South team. A hagiographer? Yes. Is a person who writes about what subject that shares its name with an NFL NFC South team? Yes. Hmm. Hagiographer. NFL NFC South team. So it could be like, for example, a person who writes about dolphins because of the Miami Dolphins or about uh, uh, pirates, the Buccaneers. Correct. Um, What else do we have? Jaguars, cats. The Atlanta Hawks. Birds. I accidentally called the Atlanta Hawks the Atlanta Bucks several times the other night at trivia on the microphone. And uh, former guest Bobby Feldman in the audience, I look over and he's just giving me the the X. Sorry if there's a uh, jump in quality for the recording here. Had some technical difficulties, had to switch machines. What I was saying was... Uh, could be the Hawks uh, from Atlanta, but if it's if it's a bird, I mean, there's several different types of bird. I can't just say birds because the Atlanta Hawks exists. Um, hagiographer, I don't know what that means, but something that that comes to mind too is maybe it's saints. Maybe it's the New Orleans Saints. Um, and that is a singular thing that you could write about. I guess it could be pirates or buccaneers, but I feel like saints are more likely to be written about um, and given some kind of like uh, a term, you know, like a hagiographer. It seems more likely. So I'm going to go with saints. It is the um, Atlanta Falcons, not Hawks. The Hawks are the basketball team. Oh, motherfucker! Mm. Uh, but Saints is correct. <laughs> oh, all right. Good job. Nice. I have a soccer question to kick things off here for you, Mark. Mm-hmm. Okay. Edson Arantes do Nascimento is a Brazilian soccer star better known by what name? Edson Arantes do Nascimento is a Brazilian soccer star better known by what name? AFC East, not AFC South. My apologies. I'm an idiot. I was like, wait a minute. The Patriots are in the same division. They can't be South. Um, well, um, I mean, there are a couple of soccer players that are mononymic. Um, most of them, I think it is based off of their, like, it's like their last name. I don't really know who is who. Um, Pele is obviously one of the first ones that come to mind. 
but his name was Paley, I think. His last name was Paley, I think. Can I hear the name one more time? Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Hmm. Is Pele his name or does that mean something? I'm also thinking Maradona. Is Maradona his name or does that mean something? Edson Arantes. Do, D-O, space, Nascimento. N-A-S-C-I-M-E-N-T-O. You know, I know it's your first question, which is usually an easy one. Could it be Pele? I'm basically going back and forth between Pele and Maradona. I'm going to say Maradona. No, Mark. I'm sorry. The answer is Pele. Motherfucker. A nickname that he earned after uh, mispronouncing the name of one of his father's teammates, the goalkeeper, Bile. So it was kind of an insult, you know, nickname that he uh, that he earned and then uh, later um, embraced, obviously. And his first name, Edson, uh, named after uh, part-time Fort Myers resident Thomas Edison because electricity had just been uh, introduced to his hometown in Brazil when he was born. Oh, boy. So All a little right. uh, Fort Myers connection to Pele there. What do you Thank know? goodness. Uh, here's a question for you. In what Virginia city is the CIA located? Uh, in what Virginia city? I, I didn't even know it was in Virginia. I thought maybe it was in, uh, Mather- <laughs> Maryland, <laughs> like Bethesda, Maryland, Matherland. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Richmond. Um, what else do we have in Virginia? What else is in Virginia besides Richmond? Hmm. I don't know. I'll just go for it. Richmond, Virginia. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. <laughs> the correct answer is Langley, Virginia. Langley. Oh, I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Maybe a line in a movie or something like that. Like mm-hmm. we'll check in with the boys. Langley. Yeah, might very well have seen it in the hit te- television series Mind Hunter. Mm, did not I watch Mind Hunter, but oh, what? I've seen oh, some clips so here and there, but yeah, missed mm. that one. Yeah, very good. I have an animals question for you, Mark. Okay. With a name taken from the Malay word for forest person, what kind of animal is considered to be the heaviest tree dwelling animal? With a name taken from the Malay word for forest person, what kind of animal is considered to be the heaviest tree-dwelling animal? Tree-dwelling. Well, I mean, you got to imagine it's some kind of monkey or ape, I would think. I mean, because they look like people and because they are heavy as shit. Are gorillas... They're heavy. Are they tree dwelling? I'm going to say gorilla. No, I'm sorry. The answer is orangutan. I thought that would mean orange person, you know, based (laughs) on the hair color, the fur color, you know, Mm -hmm. 
This man's calling it hair. <laughs> this man's long, luxurious hair. body hair. <laughs> uh, so, are gorillas not uh, not tree dwelling? I don't think they spend most of their time in the trees like orangutans do. No, it's it's a damn shame. Trees are beautiful. All right, here is your third and final question from me. Mount Tady, a world heritage site and the third tallest volcano in the world, is found in what archipelago? Mount Tady, T-E-I-D-E. Mount Tady, a world heritage site and the third tallest volcano in the world, is found in what archipelago? A series of islands. Mm-hmm. What was the name of Mount Tady? Yes. Can you spell that for me? T E I D E. Hmm. I'm guessing maybe Southeast Asian. Uh, Indonesia? That's my answer. Oh, I didn't know if it was your answer. You said it like a question. That's incorrect. <laughs> Yeah, that I said it that way because I'm totally I was totally uncertain about it as an answer. I, I looked at I, I looked at you and I couldn't tell what you were looking at because you're looking off to the side, so it looked like you're doing one of these like Yeah. Uh, the correct <laughs> Oh now you're looking right at me. No, that's what I need. I need Daddy looking at me. Uh the correct answer is the Canary Islands. The Canary Islands. The Canary Islands. The third largest uh, volcano. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. My final question of the round for you, Mark. It is a Pride Month. LGBTQ plus icons. My category for you. This involves uh, someone involved with some of your favorite movies. Okay. What trans composer provided the scores for Stanley Kubrick's movies A Clockwork Orange and The Shining, as well as Disney's Tron? I almost answered you in the middle of your question, but I didn't want to be rude. Wendy Carlos. That's correct. Very All good. Right. Yes. Wendy very, Carlos making very Moog heavy, very awesome sounding stuff. Synthesizer forward music. Yes. Kind of and setting the tone for the eighties. Really? The, you know, some of those late seventies was clockwork orange in the 60s. No, that was the seventies, right? Seventies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good first round. Absolutely. We're going to take a little break and then we are going to come back with a few miscorrections before we get into our second round of trivia. Oh, yeah. back and it's time for some missed corrections oh i fucked it up missed corrections we might want to use uh mike's uh mike's version or oh no we're rolling with that okay great i want to hear it note by note trying to do a round it's terrible 
All right. Uh, the cleaning product I was trying to think of during one of your questions last week, Mark, was Borax. Just wanted to clarify that. Uh, the Ford Aerostar, I said, I'm not even sure that that was a minivan. It was indeed a minivan. And uh, for Aaron's, a- read my question about the first team whose stadium had lights added. We answered with the stadium name. Not the team name, which is what oh. A.A. Ron was looking for. So we would have been marked wrong, I have to say. We did get the we got the stadium right, but you got to be careful. You know, when you're uh, filling out those answer sheets, you're paying attention to how the question's worded because it can come back to bite you, and uh, we should know better as Quizmasters. Indeed. So just wanted to clarify some of those things. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question. Or rate us with a write my question. Or write us with a miscorrection, or even just a little no note. You can write to us at nononsensetrivia at gmail.com. Call us at 1929-356-6966, or find us on social media. And if you have yet to do so, please, please take a moment to review our show on Apple, Spotify, Podchaser, and Good Pods. I think it's been about a month. We do this every month. We say it's been about a month since we had a review, and then one person will, thankfully, go and review our show. But All right, fine. I went and checked recently, and we lost a review on Apple. Our number went down. Somebody took their oh, review what? back. Yeah. So we're down no, one. No. You're not allowed so, to do that. Folks, please, go go review our show if you haven't. It really helps uh, introduce our show to uh, new people, new listeners, and uh, we can get more variety in the people writing and reading my questions and giving us feedback, miscorrections, and stuff like that. It benefits mm-hmm. us all is what I'm saying. Indeed. Mark, Lee. it's time that I throw an F1 racing question your way Ooh. and see how much you know about your uh, newly beloved sport. Time to embarrass myself. You did get the tires question right a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> mid-question. True. You weren't afraid to answer that mid-question. <laughs> what F1 racer holds the records for most wins currently at 103, pole positions also at 103, and podium finishes currently at 183. I believe that is Lewis Hamilton. That's two in a row for you, my friend. That's correct. <laughs> yes. Very good. All right. That's a bad man right there. He's having a rough year. He's kind of he's getting better. There's actually a race Sunday. I I finally called my cable provider because uh, every time I tried to watch an F1 race, it would be all sketched out and kind of like laggy. Mm. And that was what it took for me to finally call them and be like, my shit's fucked up. Come fix it. So they, they set a reset and they were like, is it better? And I was like, I won't know until Sunday when there's a race and then I'll call you. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully it's all fixed, but yeah, Lewis Hamilton's a bad man. It's exciting that the record holder is active. It's not always the case, you know? Yeah, he, um, and he's the only, uh, maybe the only black F1 racer in the history of F1. Uh, and he's definitely the only really? one right now. Yeah. Wow. It is a predominantly white sport, uh, but there are two Asian drivers right now. Um, there's a lot of, there's a couple of Hispanic, I shouldn't say a lot of Hispanic drivers, but a couple of Hispanic drivers. And then there's a bunch of like British and, you know, people from kind of Europe mm-hmm. writ large, but yeah, uh, here is a question for you. What is known as a morning cloak in North America and a Camberwell 
<laughs> Sorry. That's no, fine. And a Camberwell beauty in Britain. What is known as a morning cloak? M O U R N I N G. A morning cloak in North America and a Camberwell beauty in Britain. Sorry, what is that British term again? Morning cloak. M O U R N I N G. And what was the second one? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Morning Cloak was the North American one. Right. Camberwell Beauty. Camberwell are you, Beauty. Are you Googling? No, I'm just writing these down so I can so I can look at them. I this feel is so funny. I, if, if, I, if we were playing live trivia, I would definitely be taking notes. And I feel like when we do the podcast, I try to like take it all in in my head. And I always end up like missing something or, you know, if there's a qualifier, forget about or something like that. So I almost said that about the uh, the the Cubs question is that I feel like we get so stuck on, you know, being on a podcast that sometimes it's hard to like fully take in what it is they're looking for. I didn't want to make it sound like an excuse, but since you mentioned that, I thought I'd go ahead and bring it up. A morning cloak or a Camberwell beauty, Camberwell beauty, a morning cloak. So something that you uh, wear when you're grieving, like a veil. That's what immediately comes to mind. Um, but a cloak, I guess, is, is kind of like a jacket. So I'm thinking like a trench coat or a duster. But Camberwell Beauty. That is not how I would describe a trench coat nor a duster. Morning cloak. I mean, a veil. A veil is used in... Uh, in weddings as well, so maybe there's a beauty component there. Certainly used during uh, the morning period. I'll go with a veil. A very popular answer, but incorrect, I'm afraid. The correct answer is a butterfly. Is a kind of butterfly known as the Camberwell Beauty in Britain and the Morning Cloak. In North oh, America. Okay. I'm not, not familiar with that definition of cloak. Well, I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, a, uh, called a cloak. I don't think a butterfly is called a cloak. It probably just maybe looks like a veil. And so they refer to it as a morning cloak. It does kind of have a, it's, it's mostly a dark butterfly with like white spots, I guess that could look kind of lacy mm -hmm, in its mm -hmm. design. Okay. Nymphalus Antiopa. That's him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Large boy. Big old boy. The state insect of Montana. Of course. You gotta love it. We love to see it. Okay. <laughs> A stock market. <laughs> what if the rest of this podcast was just looking at the Wikipedia article going... I'll chop it wow. out. I'll chop it out. No, no, it's funny. <laughs> it was funny. It's just like, just you just sitting there going, mm -hmm. damn. <laughs> okay. My next question for you is about the stock market. Or should okay. I say stock markets? Because oh. this is not about the New York Stock Exchange, but about one that precedes it. In which city was the first U.S. stock exchange opened in 1790? Two years before the opening of the New York Stock Exchange. Stock market, more like Mark Stockett. 
That's when you're doing inventory. <laughs> yeah, that's me. <laughs> it's me. I got a pencil behind my ear. Um. Well, uh, two years before the New York Stock Exchange, did you give a year? 1790. 1776. And uh, some guessing or knowing Philadelphia. Whew. Yeah, I mean, Philadelphia had its little fucking run there. But uh, it's, uh, I mean, you know, it's still a highly sought after city. I'm not a big fan of Philadelphia myself. Um, oh, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I haven't say. been, but I will be going there soon. Great food, great karate. museums. And I will be, and the Muter Museum is there, which is a lot of fun. I when I went there before, I had a blast. And uh, one of our uh, one of our um, Patreon people, Adam, um, he is uh, he lives there, and I'm going to yes, and I'm going to stay with him when I go up to see them. So I'm very, very, very jazzed about that. And I'm sure I'll come around loving Philadelphia so damn much uh, that I can't stand it. All right, here is a question for you. The Palais Royale Saloon in San Francisco was the first place to have a precursor to what installed in 1899? The Palais Royale Saloon in San Francisco was the first place to have a precursor to what Installed in 1899. Well, with a name like the Royal Palace Saloon, you must imagine that they were the first to have a throne installed. My guess would be a toilet, an indoor toilet. Sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer is... poetic. It could have been. The correct answer is a jukebox. Oh, Okay. It was a coin-operated phonograph. Yes, it was a coin-operated phonograph that only had one record. It was a cylinder that they would change out every day. So you would go up to it, and of course, there was no you know loudspeaker on it. So you'd have to put a coin in and listen, put your ear up to it, and listen to it play music. And you could put another coin in and put up your ear and hear the same fucking song. What a novelty! I know people must have been losing their mind. I know we take it for example. (laughs) Yeah, we take it. We take it for example. We take it for granted now uh, when we go to Waffle House and it plays. You know fucking you know whatever the the waffle stomp or whatever song we're like Mm -hmm. fuck this this is annoying and back then they were like please play shine my shoes one more time Mm -hmm. here's you know here's here's five cents please for the love of god let me hear music taking the effort to lean over to hear it (laughs) i know (laughs) make an effort seriously getting a bunch of people all around i have a question for you my third question this round for you mark ancient memes Ancient memes. Okay. What meme law of the internet coined in 1990 states, quote, as an online discussion grows longer, 
the probability of a comparison involving Hitler approaches one, meaning it's almost certain as a conversation or discussion argument goes on online, a comparison to Hitler will likely be made. What is the name of this ancient meme law of the internet? Hmm, I don't know. Um, You've heard of this before, right? I don't think so. No, Hmm. I thought you were going to ask a question about rule 34. Hmm, That's a different question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the different answer. Mm. Look it up. Um, it's a name, so it's not a number. Um, let me think here. I'm trying to think of something clever, but I don't know if I can. Um, comparison to Hitler. Um. Uh, the Adolf effect. No, I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Uh, fake one that I just came up with, the Uber mention. <laughs> that's good. That's but the good. Uh, the correct answer is actually who it's named after the original poster. It's called Godwin's Law. After oh, the person who uh, coined the, the term. term. Yep. Huh. Well, son of a bitch. And the implication is, is if you bring up Hitler in uh, in these comparisons, you've lost the argument, basically. These days, uh-huh. it's a little truer, I think, than in 1990. <laughs> I don't know if God's law always applies, uh, note for note, because, uh, you know, there is a lot of fascism online these days. But, yes, that is a, uh, a message board meme from 1990. Son of a bitch. Here's my last question for you in this, the second round of trivia. Glasgow, Liverpool, Newcastle, and London are the only four British cities to have what? Glasgow, Liverpool, Newcastle, and London are the only four British cities to have what? I feel like this is a, you, there's a commonality in your, in your questions this week. They're, they feel kind of open-ended. Like That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. More open-ended than usual. Um, I'm wondering if it's related to uh, transportation. I was going to say train stations, but that can't be right. There's got to be trains running all through uh, England. Um, maybe it's airports. But again, I think there's there's got to be more than four airports in England. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's something like industrial, like a water mill. I don't know about windmill. I don't know if there's any windmills in London. I've never been to London. Um. Watermill. That would be a weird answer to be right, though. It's like kind of out there. It's probably somewhere in between. Something in between something as common as an airport or train station as obscure as a watermill. Watermillin. I know there's a lot of rivers and whatnot. <clears throat> Set up a mill next to one of those bad boys, start getting some energy going. God damn. Hydroelectricity? Fuck. Again, there's got to be more than just those four cities. And those are four 
pretty big metropolitan areas. You said London, Liverpool, Newcastle, and Glasgow. Glasgow, Scotland. Scotland. I'm going to ruin every accent. Hmm. And you said they're the only four cities to have what? The only four British cities to have what? I don't know how specific you want me to be. I started thinking maybe it's like breweries, but again, I think those are more common. But maybe it's like a distillery, like a gin distillery. Because, like, London is known for its gin. Um, I don't know if there's Scottish gin. <laughs> I imagine there could be. I'm, I'm just going to say distilleries. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Mm, okay. I will, man, it's so funny because you were like, these are really open-ended. And then you were like, railways. And I was like. The correct answer is underground railways. Underground oh, railways. Okay. They are the only three or four cities in Britain to have, have an underground. Yes, to have oh. the tube. Okay. That's good. You were very, cl- I mean, you were like immediately right off. And when you were like, <laughs> oh, it's going to be somewhere in between, I was like, oh my God, it's yeah. like somewhere in between. It's like, a railway, but not just any railway. I was like, oh my God, is he going to get it? And then you started kind of venturing away from it a bit. And I was like, Son yeah, of a bitch. I would almost like, uh, what, like, uh, what kind of transportation hub or something thought, like that? I thought that was going to be a little too, you know, a well, too I got obvious. it wrong. So I would have liked it as well. <laughs> Cause I got <laughs> fair, it wrong. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a little break and then we are going to come right back right into our final questions. We're back. Mark, your final question. You wouldn't mind. Oh, I would not mind. Are you kidding me? I've been waiting all night for this. Here is your final question. In what competitive sport would you find an Aki? In what competitive sport would you find an Aki? O-C-H-E. O-C-H-E. Pronounced Aki. Hmm. Sounds like uh, could be a Midwestern type thing, like an Oki from Muskogee type thing, which me- makes me think it could be like uh, bull riding. Like maybe that's like a technical term for like a rodeo clown or something like that. Um, obviously, it sounds like hockey, but that would be stupid. <laughs> but hockey and hockey. There's an hockey and hockey. And an often golf. Name it a puck, okay? Just name it a puck instead. <laughs> don't call it an Aki. Stupid. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what an Aki is in. I don't know this. Cricket. Hurdle jumping. As we talked about recently. Um, 
Yeah, I'll just I'll go with bull riding. That's incorrect. Do you want me to give you a hint? Sure. It is a line in a competitive oh, sport. Oh, it's okay. This is the uh, bar in darts. That's correct. Yeah. Darts is Damn the it. correct answer. And you know how mad you must be that you knew it, but you mm-hmm. couldn't pull it. Yes. <laughs> wow. You know, I feel like if you would have asked me that, like, I don't know, nine to 12 months ago, I might have gotten that. That just got shuffled back <laughs> recently. You know what I mean? You just made room for that. Yep. You took it out of the file and put it on the desk. <laughs> yes. I think it might just be called an awk. I'm not sure. Uh, the pronunciation oh, I saw it pronounces that. Aki. Okay. So. Well, you're probably right. Anyway, my final question for you, Mark. Mm-hmm. We're going back to Europe. European capitals. Can't keep us away. Which European capital city started off as a town called Lutetia, founded in 3rd century BC? Which European capital city started off as a town called Lutetia, founded in 3rd century B.C. Jesus. And Lutetia is spelled L-U-T-E-T-I-A. Lutetia. European? Yes, it's now a European capital city. Capital city. Formerly known as the town of Lutetia, founded in 3rd century B.C. The rain's really coming down right now. Perfect setting for me to fucking whiff on this hard. I bless the rains down in Leticia. <laughs> Gonna take some time to think about this fucking question. <laughs> um, Leticia, uh, European capital city. Um, Third century BC. Fucking old, old one. I mean, to be honest with you, I have no idea. Um, I'll say, um, Barcelona. No, the correct answer is the capital. No, Madrid. Right. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, The correct answer is Old Paris, Paris. Paris. Mm-hmm. I almost went with Paris too. God damn it. I want to say I've gotten it, really lucky. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. Um I want to say that it was uh Greek settlers who named it. So it kind of has a Greek name. We had some people writing down like Athens, uh but no, Paris. Damn. Damn you, Lutetia. Mark, that completes this episode of the No Nonsense Theory Podcast. Thanks so much. For joining me tonight via Zoom, mm. our post uh, work you. day hungered state. We probably <laughs> computer I'm issues. I'm the hunger. Yeah, we got through it though. The the you know what the the devil tried to keep us down, mm-hmm. but and we said not today, not, not today, today, Satan. Satan. Thank you for listening, everyone. Please join us every Monday morning for a new episode by subscribing to No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. You can support the no-no in several ways, the easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. 
You can support the podcast on Patreon by visiting our website, thenono.com, clicking the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including a big thanks to our quiz daddies, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esme and Redcrest, Tim at Pat's Garden Service, Tommy and Gil. It's, it's Gil. Gil. Our team captains, Matt, Mo, Rick, G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and David Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. Thank you to our proverbial light keepers, Frank, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim Gomez, a.k.a. Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Manu, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F., Justin B., Justin Phillystocks, and Justin M., Justin Meme Law of the Internet. And thanks to our Rumpel Snailskins, Aleo, Tim, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Sai, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, Dallas at all of my favorite things from the screen, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Alex, Mike C. Mike composed the music to A Clockwork Orange 2, The Shining 2, and Disney's famous sequel to Tron, Turon. Mike J. Mike just beat Lewis Hamilton in the sequel sport to F1 Racing, F2 Racing. <laughs> and Mike K. Mike knows the sequel bit has gone on for far too long. You should probably stop. Yes. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question or a miscorrection or even just a little no 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 nonsense trivia at gmail.com is the email address or call us at 1929-356-6966. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Nonsense Trivia and on Twitter at No Non Trivia. If you'd like to hang out with us throughout the week, we have a Discord channel you can join. Just check the show notes for that. We also have a Facebook group. The link for that is also in the show notes. Or you can just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five stars only, please. Until next time, No Nonsense listeners. Have a great week.